0: Listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by the MLB.com Shop. Welcome to MLB.com Extras, Atlanta Braves. Matt Waymeyer alongside Jeff Nelson. We're joined on the phone by Mark Bowman, MLB.com Braves reporter. Mark, thanks very much for joining us. A down season for the Braves in 2014, finishing four games under at 79 and 83. Given that, uh, just kind of describe the general attitude and the vibe in spring training for the Braves right now.
1: Well, you know, it was a very interesting offseason to say the least, with a, with a lot of changes coming off, as you uh, uh, correctly described, a very disappointing season, probably one of the more frustrating uh, and, and fulfilling seasons just because that, that team did, just did not meet expectations. Some of the other losing seasons that they, you look back 2007, 2008, uh, or, or I'm sorry, 2008, uh, 2006. You know, there were some there were some reasons uh some injuries that, that uh, played a part in their struggles those years and uh last year it, it, that team just never gelled. it uh you know it, it certainly dealt with injuries early on but but yes they they've they've turned the page uh started a new era uh that much of their work during the offseason was aimed towards the future uh compiling up a bunch of prospects but at the same time uh they they've enhance the culture of the clubhouse by adding guys like Johnny Gomes, Jason Grilly. Uh, some guys that have been, been there, done that, and uh, can kind of come help mold guys like Freddie Freeman, Anderson Simmons, who will be here for many years to come.
2: Well, I guess you got a new player or, or slash old player. He's not going to be um, involved in any spring training. But tell us a little bit about Melvin Upton, changing his name. He used to be B.J. Upton. Uh, when is he going to be ready? And you know, when does he see him coming back? And how's his attitude coming into camp after struggling last year?
1: You know, I and I don't think any, any of us thought uh, when Melvin came in and said that his name change was not uh, simply wanting to turn the page and wanting to go to the family name. I, I, you know, he certainly was hoping to do gain whatever mental edge he could uh, with, with the name change. Um, you know, I think he was looking forward to building off what he had done with work with uh, Kevin Seitzers throughout the winter. Uh, he felt good. He thought he was in a, a good place mentally, and now he's going to have to wait until – sometime in in May at least uh, 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 to get back here at the big league level. And and we're we're looking probably somewhere second week of April before he even starts uh, uh, starting rehab games at the the minor league level and doing basically some of the work that he was hoping to do here over the next six weeks. Uh, So it's, uh, I guess it was certainly a frustrating turn for for Upton, for the Braves. It, it, It allows them to take a look at some other Guys, that they brought to camp: Yuri Perez, Eric Young Jr., uh, Todd Cunningham are probably the top candidates to, to play uh, center on a um, regular basis during Upson's absence. But you know, Eric hasn't seen Young hasn't seen a lot of time in center field. Yuri Perez is probably the the early favorite for that role. Um, but Eric Young is a guy who uh, he's certainly intriguing because. He's going to be in that line some way, somehow, whether it is platooning with Johnny Gomes in left or if they get to the point they feel comfortable enough with him in center, uh, they'll do that. There's also the chance that maybe you put when Eric's playing left and then uh, uh, maybe Yuri Perez is out there in center. Uh, or uh, when Gomes is in left, then you have to make that choice, whether you're going to put Perez or Young out there.
0: Mark, I want to get your thoughts on uh, one of the bigger trades uh, very early in the hot stove season last fall. That was sending uh, both Jason Hayward and Jordan Walden to the Cardinals and the Braves getting back. Shelby Miller in return. Just talk about how Miller has looked so far and your thoughts on that right field vacancy that Hayward held down for so many years.
1: You know, it's uh, uh, bringing Shelby Miller back for one for one year of Jason Hayward and then you throw in uh, Jordan Walden, uh, you know, a guy who has battled injuries. Uh, throughout the last few years, when when he's healthy, he's effective. He, he's a, he's a very uh, good reliever, nice guy to have in your bullpen. But but to get a guy like Shelby Miller with so, so much upside, uh, you, you're going to have under control for four more years. Uh, for for that to be to to get that and Terrell Jenkins, a high upside prospect, who if he stays healthy, uh, he has electric stuff. I'd say he probably has as good a stuff as any in the prospects. Uh, that I've seen down here in camp, and I and I include Michael Poltavice, Fult- uh, the guy who is regarded as the top pitching prospect. Uh, to to get those two guys for for what would have amounted to one year, of Hayward, uh, you know, it, it was a good return. I, I with Shelby Miller, you know, you've got like I said, for four years, you know, he can sit there with Julio Toronto at the front of the rotation, maybe Alex Woods, Uh probably fits in that mix over that that long term. So the foundation is there for Atlanta to have a. Uh, uh, solid uh, rotation and uh, here as they move towards their new stadium, you know, obviously they, they haven't shied away from the fact they definitely want to be uh, ready to win on a consistent basis when that stadium opens in 2017.
2: Mark, they seem to find the answer in right field with Nick Markakis. Tell us a little bit about his next surgery and how he's coming along, his progression.
1: With Markakis, it's going a little slow uh, with his recovery, you know, in terms of but he says he's he's basically on the same schedule, but he's, he's – uh, for for right now, he's on some running, maybe some uh, very limited uh, dry swings. He, he hopes to accelerate uh, his activities here within the next week or two. He's going to get to that point where you have to question whether 30 or 40, uh, whether it's worth compiling 30 or 40 at-bats in a two- or three-week span uh, to be ready for opening day. For, but for right now, he continues to say the goal is to be in that lineup. So, uh, at the same time, he, he's looking at the big picture and realizing when you're coming back from a, a neck surgery, there, there's no need to rush things.
0: Mark, you touched on it, Julio Tehran it briefly. Uh, had some upside definitely in 2014. Did have some struggles too. But is he the guy that the Braves are really looking towards to become the bona fide ace of this staff uh, this season and
1: beyond? Well, he's a guy that has that potential. And there's no doubt about it. I mean, he, 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 you know, right now he's probably a solid number two. Um, you know, I, I don't know. I, I think that, that term ace has to be uh, earned, and I think it, it is overused. But, but yeah, he does have that potential to be one of those uh, uh, elite-type pitchers in the league. I, I think that if Alex Wood can stay healthy, uh, he, he has that same type of uh, potential. Here's a guy that if you, if you compare their numbers uh, across the board, you start including FIP and some of the other uh, Sabre numbers uh it, and look at what, compare what Dean and Tehran did last year. Alex, Alex is, especially as a starter, was every bit as impressive. And uh, so that, it's going to be, it's going to be fun to watch these guys grow, uh, along with Shelby Miller, a guy who, uh, at, by the end of last year, once he developed the sinker, uh, he was, he, he seemed to be right where he, you know the Cardinals projected him to be, uh, or at least where he, back to where he was during the successful days of 2013, and moving towards what the Cardinals projected him to be when they took him. Uh, in the first round back there uh, in 2009,
2: you know, Craig Kimbrel has been as solid as anybody in that ninth inning, and his name's been swirled around in trade rumors. Uh, where do you where do you see that? Is he with the Braves? Do they try to trade him at some point, or there's absolutely no way he's going anywhere.
1: You know, right now, I'd say that there's they they are not thinking about trading him now. Let's say you get to. Uh, July this year, and it, 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 you're looking at it and you take a step back and you say, you know, not only are we not going to win this year, chances of winning next year are slim. Then I think you definitely have to look and say, hey, look, what kind of returns can we get if, if we deal him at this point? But for right now, he is in their long-term plans, but I, but I don't think, uh, you know, they're, they're certainly not uh, uh, going to overlook the fact that uh, the, the, the kind of value that he get for a uh, – a guy that, that pitches 60 innings a year, no matter how dominant he can be, if, if you can get a significant return for him, and, and he's not providing uh, if, if, if the value of the save is is uh, is not as, as great when you're not winning over, over the next couple of years. Then uh, or, then, then uh, yeah, I think you have to take a step back and, and maybe make that return. But for now, you know, they're, they're hoping that he's in the bullpen for, for at least the, uh, the foreseeable future.
0: Mark very early in the off season, Frank Wren was let go from his GM duties. Freddie Gonzalez uh, retained as the manager of this club. But given the dismissal of Wren, is there that much more pressure on Gonzalez uh, heading into 2015?
1: I don't know if there's that much more pressure. I'd, I'd say there may be even less pressure, just because of the, uh, you know, one of the reasons Frank Wren was let go was it was the micromanaging. There, there, there was not there was a disconnect between him and the coaching staff. Uh, you know, there, there, there just didn't seem to be a lot of trust and and in their interaction there. So I, I'd say um, this is more of a uh, new beginning for Freddie, uh, a new environment at least for he and his coaches to work in. And and I think that uh, you know it, that's not to say that they're going to definitely bring him back next year. And I'm not going to say that he's whether he's uh, he is entering the final year of his contract here this year. Uh, his fate will not necessarily be. Sealed uh, or determined by wins and losses as much as how how hard this team plays because this team really was dead most of last year. It just was not a uh, a fun team to watch. Uh, it wasn't an exciting brand of baseball. You can take a step back and say, well, you know that's, that that goes with losing. Any kind of team's losing, it's going to feel like they're dead and they're not scoring runs. But uh, you just didn't see the energy and and at the uh, and that might have had something to do with the group of guys. That at the end of the day, the manager and coaching staff have to take some responsibility for that. So they'll get another chance here with, with this group, and uh, you know that you know their their uh, future with this club will probably be uh, heavily influenced by how this team, you know, the, the feel that they they provide out there on the uh, effort level and the, and the energy that they create.
0: Our thanks to Mark Bowman, MLB.com Braves reporter. For Jeff Nelson, I'm Matt Waymeyer thanking you for joining us on MLB.com Extras Atlanta Braves. Visit the official online shop of Major League Baseball at MLB.com slash shop for the largest selection of authentic caps, T-shirts, jerseys, hoodies, collectibles, and more. Get your gear straight from the source. The MLB.com shop.